0: Hearing Voices?
1: I'm hearing voices. You're listening to Hearing Voices with Scott Watson. This morning on Hearing Voices with Scott Watson, it is April and we visit with astronomer Darren Drake. Anything special in the night or early morning sky we need to be aware of this month, Darren?
0: Yes, hello, Scott. Um, The only things of note this month are this uh, gathering of the planets in the pre-dawn sky. That would be Mars, Saturn, and Venus are all gathered in a relatively small area. And the best time to see it is just before it gets light out, maybe about 4 30 or 5 or so, low in the southeast before it starts to get light. So um you'll see a very brilliant Venus that you can't miss. There's nothing outshines Venus except the sun and moon. And then it will be white. And then uh, Mars and Saturn are quite a bit dimmer, but still fairly easy to see. And Mars will have a slightly orange or reddish tint to it, and Saturn will be somewhat white or yellow. That'd be one way to tell the difference. And uh, they move so quickly amongst one another. I couldn't give you a general rule because it depends on the exact day that you're looking during the month, but. The later you go into the month, the more widely separated they'll get. So the, if you look in just the next couple of days or so, they'll all be fairly close to each other in, in the constellation of Capricornus. And um, as you look later in the month, they'll get somewhat more widely separated. And then uh, a little bit later in the month, and as we hit into May, Jupiter will come out of the pre-dawn glare and become visible as well.
1: We visit with astronomer Darren Drake this morning on Hearing Voices with Scott Watson. It seems like a lot of times we talk about meteors and meteor showers. What causes a meteor shower and why are they predictable?
0: Meteor showers are caused by comets. And comets are like dirty icebergs in space. And there's literally billions if not trillions of them orbiting the sun, most of which are way out... Um, in the Oort cloud and beyond. They can be um, many billions to even um, a trillion miles away. And the majority of them will never be seen or discovered, and we just know they're there because sometimes they'll collide with one another or have some kind of a perturbation in the orbit, and then they'll fall towards the sun. As the sun pulls it in and it gets closer to the sun, it will start to evaporate and glow a little bit, and that's when we see a comet, and as it continues to get closer, little bits of debris, maybe the size of grains of sand, fall off of it, and that debris uh, is produced in prodigious amounts from as the comet loses or sheds some of its layers, and then that debris orbits the sun in its own orbit. and it it's, it's an orbit very similar to the comet itself, and some of the comets come into the same path of the Earth as the Earth orbits the Sun, and if the Earth collides with the path of that comet, it's colliding with the debris of that comet, and so we see a meteor shower, and what is actually happening is the uh, uh, Earth collides with that tiny those tiny particles, and. Uh, they burn up in our Earth's atmosphere at very high speeds. I mean, this is many times the speed of a bullet, um, maybe 20 miles, 30 miles per second type speeds. And they burn up, and we see them as a very brief fraction of a second uh, uh, light, beat up, uh, beam of light across the sky. And um, sometimes they can last several seconds and be very bright, or sometimes in most cases they're just very quick and dim and and last only a fraction of a second uh sometimes if they are bright they might leave something called a meteor trail or a vapor trail which we could see a little bit of ionized gas behind it for just a few seconds and it's quite a sight and so generally they happen at the same time of year uh but this month we have the lyrids and the lyrids are going to be around April 22nd to 23rd as their peak date, which is around the third quarter moon. And we are interested in the moon phase because if the moon is not out, then we have a dark sky. But third quarter moon means it is out, but at least it's not full. And we can't see quite as many if the moon is out, but we should still be able to take a look. And see as maybe as many as twenty per hour in this case with the Lyrids, and you'd want to look after midnight till the pre-dawn hours, and uh, you might see some coming from the bright star Vega, which is in Lyra. And uh, there's always uh, a meteor shower going on every few weeks or so, and this week or this month it's the Lyrids.
1: He is astronomer Darren Drake. He joins us this morning on Hearing Voices with Scott Watson. While meteors exist only for a brief period of time, our shows exist forever. And you can find them at WHTC.com. Also, Apple, Google, Spotify, and wherever you access high-quality entertainment. Final question for you, Darren. I know the word black hole has kind of slipped into our vocabulary. We've got about 45 seconds left. What is a black hole from an astronomy standpoint?
0: Ooh, and only 45 seconds. Well, uh, when a star, like, like the sun, but much bigger... Uh, dies, it explodes in what's called a supernova explosion. And that's very rare for most stars. Most stars don't do that. But the ones that do uh, leave behind either a neutron star or a black hole. And the ones that maybe weigh 20 times the mass of the sun or more will leave behind this black hole. And that's a uh, The core will actually collapse to the point of being zero size, if you can believe it. It actually will have no size, yet weigh as much as a million Earths. So it gets so dense that its gravitational field will trap everything once it passes a certain point called the event horizon. And not even light can escape from the black hole. And so there originally theorized by einstein but he didn't really believe that they would ever be exist found to exist but we do today know that they do in fact exist and we can see them in the cores of most galaxies and throughout our galaxy on a smaller scale for the stellar type black holes so we really need a little more time than 45 seconds but um that's the gist of it
1: He is astronomer Darren Drake. If you've got questions for him, you can always email me, hearingvoicesradio at gmail.com. Darren, thanks for the visit this morning on Hearing Voices. All right. Thank you, Scott.